Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The Film Freaks. I'm your host Derek and I hope you're having a splendid week. I know it's been a little while since you and I hung out and talked about movies and the things we love, but um, yeah, it's been a busy couple weeks for me. So the first week I was kind of, I well, when we left off I had covered Last Night in Soho, which is I believe two weeks ago. Well, what ended up happening was my parents caught COVID. So my mom caught it. Well, my sister had it way back. You know, I, I think I talked a little bit about that before. And then my mom got it. And then while my mom had it, my dad tested positive like two days later. So mom's just cleared the 14-day um, well, quarantine or whatever. She went back to work five days in. What happens is you have to go like five or like a certain amount of time without a fever or, um, or, or anything like, or any symptoms really, or something like that for extensive period of time. And she managed to, to do that thankfully and was able to go back to work. Dad, on the other hand, um, works from home. So kind of, kind of was fine. I had a bit of a cold. Um, I took a couple COVID tests and I, miraculously did not get it thank god and i'm just so happy and trying to do everything i can but it was great being able to take care of them um i posted a little thing on instagram in the meantime discussing kind of what i wanted to do with the upload schedule now for those of you that don't follow us on the instagram um and that's okay um, I mean, it's where you're going to get a lot more of the news. Now, I know I need to advertise more and start building the brand a bit better. And, um, you know, that's one of my goals this year. But um, with school and all, I'm thinking about turning this into a bi-weekly series. So every other week we get a new episode. And this would just make it a little bit easier on myself. It, it kind of spaces out, um, you know, everything that I have to do with two college courses, which doesn't sound like a lot. But between college, school, and recording this in my own personal life, it can really get um, rather overwhelming at times. So that's what I'm thinking about doing just for like the next couple months, maybe until we get to about um, June, I would say. Um, but I'll keep you posted. But for right now, I'm going to probably end up turning this into a bi-weekly series so I have more time to record and do what I need to um, and focus on school and life and work as well. So, um, one of the things that I posted on Instagram was that this is going to be a special episode. Well, special in the sense of I was going to do something different. Now, my original idea was to do the movie The Mask starring Jim Carrey, but it's been about a week since I've seen that, so I wanted to bring you uh, at least something. And I saw Scream the um, this, this past weekend, and, um, you know, it was fine. But there's been this movie for years that I've wanted to watch and um, just got around to it last night. And you may have heard of it. It's called A Quiet Place. Okay, so A Quiet Place is a movie about this family who finds themselves surviving in the midst of a post-apocalyptic world. Now, what's very different about this post-apocalyptic world than most other post-apocalyptic worlds is that this movie is, um, you know, has these creatures, these aliens, right? And um, they are able to hunt through sound. So I guess they can't see, they can't smell, 
Um, presumably they can taste. I don't know how smelling works for them. It's never really established. I presume that if they can taste, they can smell. But then again, that's that's more for humans and aliens, for all we know, could taste with their feet. I don't know. So anyhow, um, they they hunt through sound. And so what ends up happening is we, we, we follow this family um, and, you know, played by Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, namely, uh, more specifically, and their kids, um, who, respectively, who um, are surviving. And so what ends up happening, and spoilers for this movie, obviously, um, as we normally do talk about spoilers on this show, is um, one of the kids actually gets killed off. And so um, what ends up happening is the mom ends up getting knocked up um, by by John Krasinski's character. So they end up um, bumping uglies, and she gets pregnant. They don't show that, obviously, uh, in this movie, of course, but um, it, it's ra- rather uh, implied that they that she got pregnant, uh, impregnated, or pregnant, or however you want to phrase it, um, during this um, period of time where these these aliens are. Um, hunting these these people so and roaming the earth so what ends up happening is um it, it kind of gives you a, a, a ticking clock right so she has to give birth um quietly i might add without making a sound um and it's rather in- incredible um and the tension is is amazing so what ends up happening is um well actually that that is effectively what ends up happening uh come to think of it that's that's really what the plot is um traveling with them and surviving with them now um some of the things that i really loved and i'm hoping that um I feel like we have enough to talk about to get to the half hour mark. I Sometimes I feel like I'm trying to stretch it just to get to that half hour mark. But I really feel like I can go into detail with this movie. So one of my, a few of my favorite things, um, let's start off first and foremost with um, the sign language and how the family is forced to be quiet. So the way that this is done is, and I, and I kind of felt like it was a little obvious that they were probably going to go with sign language, but they could have done so many different things. They could have said, well, if we're just too loud in general, or, um, you know, been lazy when it comes to dialogue. Well, what I love is that the dialogue is actually, there, there is quite a bit of talking, um, well, not a lot, but enough talking in this movie. And, I was rather shocked in in some ways because, you know, the last thing you expect with a movie of this caliber is for the characters to talk. But um, there there are ways, very creative ways, that um, the writers were able to get these characters to talk. And so when they do talk, it's very special. We hold on to every word. It's very similar with sounds, you know, which we'll get into a little bit later. But, um, you know, there's a scene where Krasinski, um, you know, him and his son uh, I apologize if I don't know the characters names very well um, for a movie that they don't talk much um, there's not a lot of I guess like they don't say each other's names as much um, that's my excuse for this movie but um, no so Krasinski is the guy and Emily Blunt is um, his wife of, of course um, so Krasinski's um, son and him go to this waterfall 
and um, they're there. And he, you know, prior to this, he's trying to teach his son how to how to survive, how to hunt for food, namely fish, um, things of that nature. And it's presumably because any animal that makes any any amount of noise has most likely been hunted by these aliens or these 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 predatorial creatures, um, these invaders. So, like, if he were to shoot a bear with a with a with a gun, um, not only would the gun be making a lot of noise, but then the bear is roaring, um, and then you know just it, it gets real bad. So, with a bow and arrow, I guess you could you could find a way. Um, the the only real thing I have with that though is again the the bear or whatever animal he's hunting could still make noise, which really leads to fish. So they're at this river and the son's understandably very concerned because the river makes noise. Well, the river um, is loud. Um, or at least louder than the very quiet world that they live in. So when he drops a fish by accident, um, nobody, you know, no alien or predator, you know, runs over and, and, and kills them. So he's like, yeah, we can make a little bit of noise, um, you know, here because of the water that's, which is louder. You know, you have to make a louder noise in order to do something that requires you to make some sort of noise, if that makes any sense. So, um, in the instance of when the mother gives birth, um, she ends up making noise, and of course, and um, what ends up happening is the, uh, the sun actually sets off as the moment she makes a noise sets off a firecracker that gets the alien's attention and then the alien runs outside and presumably starts hunting for um that that noise so when they find this waterfall um Krasinski just howls and and it kind of catches you off guard but the son is of course once again very much taken aback by this and again understandably so well he says you know he actually talks to him and says look you can make noise because the the waterfall is quite loud I promise it's okay you know in this very fatherly relationship with his son that we of course are supposed to see I think it's captured beautifully um, on the other hand, he has a daughter. He has another son, but the other son actually ends up getting killed, um, which, again, we can come back to uh, a little bit later. But um, the daughter is a very interesting character as well. So she's a little older. Um, I take it she, she seems to be the oldest of his kids, perhaps. Um, two of them seem to be quite close in age. Um, and then the third presumably, um, you know, I, I, I say the third, um, but the one that gets, ends up getting killed off seems to be just a hairy, like a little bit younger than them. So it looks like there's a small age difference. And then of course you have the baby. Um, but what I found really interesting was, um, the daughter who is deaf, um, which is very interesting. Um, and, and, dare I say, ever so slightly ironic in, in some ways, one could perceive it as, um, but, but definitely very intriguing and comes in handy, um, she wants to hear, and it, it, you, you really sympathize with this character, you know, 
she's never heard the birds chirp or, or the wind blow through her hair or, or the, the grass or thing, you know, very quiet, but very, um, soothing noises that we, or like a river flowing or a waterfall, things that we, you know, people that are able to hear are rather, um, very much take advantage of. And so it's, it's very interesting to see, um, that dynamic playing out, even if it is in a very quiet world and society. So, so um, he, John Krasinski, keeps working on um, this hearing aid uh, for her, and it never seems to work. Well, the the interesting thing about it is that is that as although it never works, um, it actually does serve a purpose uh, towards the you know towards the end of the movie. She there's an alien that actually is crawling behind her in the middle of a cornfield. And uh, in this little clearing, this little pathway of the corn uh, of the cornfield, um, and the alien, as it gets closer, the hearing aid starts to conflict and get this high pitched ringing in the alien's ear, and you know eventually gets so high pitched it's not only hurting the girl but it also very much hurts the, the the alien, and it's presumably because the aliens have an enhanced sense of hearing, and so it's like if you blow a dog whistle only a dog can hear it, right? Well if if you if you blow like 10 dog whistles you know the dog is probably going you know what i mean like well that's probably not a good example but it's like um if you have you know a microphone um like this has happened with my headset um whenever i play video games i forget to mute my mic what will end up happening is i'll be in a party like by myself and my mic picks up noise but because my mic picks up noise, it then goes through my headset, which bounces it back to my microphone, which goes through the headset, and it just keeps repeating the pattern, and it gets this high-pitched noise. I don't know if that makes much sense or not. It's like when you have a radio, and then you um, someone has a radio, and then their friend next to them has a radio, and they both try to, like, one's talking at the, and, and the other one's not. You get that high-pitched type of noise because of how close they are in proximity to each other. That's kind of what is going on here. And so, you know, it, it is very, a very suspenseful moment. There's a, quite a bit of tension uh, all throughout the movie, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, but she actually ends up figuring this out at the end of the movie. And um, that's how they, they her and um, her family end up combating um, this alien that is in their house, which... Um, I will say the alien, the whole dynamic of the aliens actually being in the house, um, you know, one of the bigger, um, more iconic shots from this movie is Emily Blunt's character in a bathtub. Um, and the alien is in like the, on the staircase, um, around the corner. And so we don't ever really get a solid look at the alien, um, until a little later in the movie, which is amazing. And I absolutely love that. Um, you know what? I, I almost argue we shouldn't even have seen the alien in the first place head on because people are more afraid of what, you know, people are afraid of what they don't understand. And imagination is one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful thing in the universe. So, um, I, but I, I am still fine with seeing it. It's not something that I, that I would say, you know, completely ruin the movie, but, um, anyhow, 
where was I going with this? <laughs> um, oh yeah. So, so when they do end up finding that the hearing aid, um, or the, the, uh, cochlear implant or whatever this, uh, device is, I'm going to call it a hearing aid for this, uh, for the sake of this episode. Um, when they find out that the hearing aid actually, um, hurts the aliens and makes them want to go away and repel them. Um, she actually takes this, um, microphone that John Krasinski is trying to communicate um, long range with other survivors with through SOS and through Morse code, which um, is also very brilliant. This movie is very, very intelligent um, and very incredibly, um, you know, just consistent, I guess, if you wanted to say. Um, he actually, you know, well, she ends up, um, the daughter, um, ends up actually putting her hearing aid against the microphone and then just like cranking it. And it, you know, it, it, it incapacitates the alien in the house for a moment. And then the mother of course get, you know, starts getting up and the mother ends up shooting it in the head with a shotgun. And that of course leads to all the aliens, um, making their way towards that house and thus the movie ends rather abruptly, um, which I presume is where the second movie is going to take place is right at the end of the first one. If I had to guess, there is a part two to this, um, for those of you that don't know. And in fact, it was actually shot in Buffalo, New York, which is not that far from me. Um, so <laughs> so um, that's it's rather impressive. And I want to say that my sister and I actually worked with somebody who was an intern on the um, set of A Quiet Place 2, um, which was rather impressive. Uh, we briefly worked with her for just a little bit of time, um, but it, it was rather impressive. But um, anyway, I think that the movie is also um, one of the things it does very well is, um, is uh, along with everything that I mentioned, I mean, I can't praise this movie enough. It, it's absolutely just one of the most, like I said, one of the most intelligent movies, uh, one of the smartest movies. When it comes to executing a concept, um, this movie does it, dare I say, f almost flawlessly. Like, I couldn't find anything personally from my angle um, upon my initial um, viewing um, any issues with this. So, um, sorry if you could hear that talking in the background. <laughs> Um, I'm not in the basement. I'm still recording in my room. There we go. Sorry about that. Um, seems like my dad came home and my parents are having a rather uh, emotional conversation. It's not an argument, but just, just talking about something. And of course, I'm sitting near an event and um, the event is picking that up. But yeah, so another one of the things that I love about this movie is um, the way that they handle the... Um, John Krasinski and his family maneuver, maneuvering around this world. So one of the things that they, they establish is that they have this like sand path. Um, they, they have this, like this path of sand that's lain, like laid all throughout the, um, town. Um, or at least the most, like the main ways, um, that they would walk and, you know, go around town, um, navigate town, uh, if you will. And so what they do is they go and walk around barefoot and thus eliminating the crunching of leaves or the um, 
chopping chomping if you will of grass i know grass doesn't make a chomping noise but like a like a crunching of leaves or the the grass the um shuffling through grass uh whatever noise that could produce so it's very much um very they, they paid a lot of attention to detail um and so that's another thing that i love i haven't even gotten to my notes yet um <laughs> So I, I actually I think I covered a couple of my notes um, without even looking at them. So <laughs> so one of the things that um, that happens in the beginning of the movie um, that really kind of kicks things off uh, is with the son that actually dies. So there's this one of the sons that um, Emily Blunt and Krasinski have together. Um, the youngest son at the time, he is into rocket ships. And so he's talking about how they're going to get off the planet through a rocket, um, which is very interesting because it takes a lot of noise to build a rocket. And then especially even more noise, dare I say, to launch into space. And uh, who knows after that where where things would end up going. But um, what I was interested in was seeing how these kids were growing up in this culture in this world in the society where they weren't able to make noise of course like like i said the one daughter is deaf so that kind of helps but um it it definitely makes you wonder like when i was growing up um a lot of the toys and things that I had and played with uh, were, and a lot of the games and things that I that I did made a lot of noise. Noise, you know, sound has always been a big part in my life. So um, approaching this as somebody who is deaf, um, I, I mean, I know a couple of deaf people, not personally, I work with, with some, but um, I can just imagine how that would be. Another thing that I love is that there's like a saying somewhere that a a great screenplay is one that once it's shot, um, you know, you can actually mute. It doesn't need sound and you could still follow the story. Absolutely agree with this. This is maybe one of the only, if maybe the only, especially off the top of my head, movie that I can think of where that definitely and most especially, um, almost exclusively applies to. I can put this movie on mute um, and perhaps some subtitles of course for the moments where their dialogue um, you know is is there um, but certainly I feel like you can make do without dialogue um, you know because of the sign language and the subtitles in this movie um, another thing that I absolutely loved um, oh yeah I was going to say with this kid though with him growing up um, it very much intrigues me because he finds this toy rocket and it has the batteries in it. And of course, because it hasn't been used, presumably the batteries are still, um, relatively good. It's, it's, it's quite early, a little bit early on in, it's like day 89 or something of this, um, apocalyptic world, um, going on. And the sun is really wanting this rocket but Krasinski says no and make too much noise you know after he takes out the batteries um of course this again after um the sun almost drops it 
and dare I say the daughter makes a gold glove catch <laughs> for you baseball fans. It's a baseball award if you don't know. Um, you know, a, a an incredible catch, um, sliding catch to catch this rocket before it hit the ground and uh, made a bunch of noise and thus um, attracted all the aliens. But um, Krasinski says no, it's too loud after he takes out the batteries and sets it on the shelf and the walks away. And as everybody's walking away, the daughter um, actually gives it to the, the, the boy and says like, hey, you know, you know, effectively implying like as long as it doesn't have batteries in it, how bad could it be? So he, of course, has to take the batteries and so as they're walking um, up to you know, across this bridge, um, he ends up actually off camera putting. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> a floor squeak. I'm trying. I'm I'm sitting on the floor. Um, he ends up actually putting the batteries into this rocket ship, turning it on, and thus um, it makes noise and things and lights up. And of course, this attracts the aliens. Um, one of which just runs right by and swoops him right as it runs by um in, in like a flash like a blink of an eye like you blink and you miss it kind of thing um and so of course Krasinski tries to get to the boy before um the alien does but um sadly he doesn't um what else can I say about this um so yeah, it's like the, the the kids are not really allowed to officially be like a normal child, but it's also very much um, brilliant in terms of seeing how these kids are are um, growing up um, in this in this uh, in this world. Um, I know I said there was something that I was going to touch on a little bit later, but I I cannot for the life of me remember. Um, oh, what was it? Yeah, so, like, overall, absolutely love this movie. Um, surely, upon editing this, I'll remember and, you know, hopefully I'll, I can interject <laughs> if I didn't touch on it already. If I did, well, oh well. Um, <laughs> I'll just sound like a buffoon or something. But, yeah, that's my thoughts on A Quiet Place. I definitely gotta recommend it uh, to anybody that has not watched it. Um it is definitely one of those movies where, oh, I know what I was going to say. How can I forget? So, um, one of the best things that I can say, and I know I keep saying that and it, I sound like a broken record and I hate to say that it sound like a broken record, but another thing that I absolutely loved was, um, because of how quiet this movie is, right? Um, every time that a sound is made, it is loud or, um, it feels like it's loud. Right. So um, there's there's an instance where I'm trying to think of a good example here. Um, goodness, I can't think of one, but like every time that a sound is. Oh, I know. So these these kids are um, in the in the in their home base or whatever. Actually, I have two things I want to say. So these kids are in their home base um, or whatever you know, their, their base camp, if you will, and they're playing Monopoly and, um, like makeshift Monopoly. Like they have the board, but the pieces aren't all there. And so they're using different things as the, um, place of the, of the, uh, player pieces. But anyhow, um, one of them accidentally knocks over a lantern and it crashes 
um, you know, it completely shatters and it's loud. It's very loud. Um, I was, I was actually in here in my room, um, watching it on my projector and I have a, uh, a, um, little portable speaker, um, at my bedside. And so it, it, it is rather quiet when my door is shut, um, up here in my room. And so, um, I think that kind of helped, but, uh, the noises were very much loud, like very loud. And, um, thus of course builds tension, right? Because every time that they make noise, this very well has a good chance of, um, getting a hold of one of the aliens attention and thus the alien, you know, books it to them. So, um, the noise is just, there's more tension, you know, there's more stress and it makes those instances where there are, is noise, um, a lot more memorable and, um, much more meaningful. So another thing that I was interested in that we didn't really get a whole lot of was, um, when Krasinski is atop this like little water tower with a lot of corn in it or whatever it is, um, he actually lights this little, like, uh, th this, this fire atop this, this, um, tower. And as you're looking at, you see these different, um, little lights in the distance turn on or ignite. And so I'm very much interested to know if there is like a society that is going to come together. Um, perhaps that's in the second movie. I haven't looked at anything of the first or second movie. Um, I think I've seen the trailer to, to both, um, because of, you know, going to the movies at the time of the uh, second one being out and just, it's hard to avoid a lot of trailers unless you really, really deliberately try. And even then at times it can be a challenge, but, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I would be curious to know if like these, these, these small groups, if they trade with each other, perhaps, um, or if they communicate with each other, um, we didn't really get any of that. I mean, we did see, um, John Krasinski, like his character try to, you know, send out an SOS signal. Um, but really there wasn't any solid communication with any other group. I mean, there are instances where like, there, there was one instance where you get like this old man that's like eating people, like he's a cannibal and he just, like, gives up on life and just screams. And so screaming is effectively, like, a, a death wish. Like, killing yourself, you just scream or yell very loud. Um, and the monster, of course, comes and swoops you up and chows down on you. So, um, yeah. I mean, all in all, I love this movie. If I had to give it a score out of 10, I'd probably say maybe an 8. Dare I say a 9? Um, just love this movie's execution, uh, definitely worth a rewatch, um, in the future sometime, um, maybe not as soon, but, <laughs> or maybe, maybe I will watch it again soon, who knows, um, uh, but definitely want to rewatch it at some point down the road, and, um, just, yeah, see, see it again, um, I would love to see the second movie. I'm kind of hesitant because if I remember correctly, and I probably don't, I remember, I seem to recall the second one not getting as high praise. Then again, I don't remember hearing much about the, the, the first one other than it was really good. And, you know, the occasional, have you seen a quiet place? And so who knows how the, uh, second quiet place movie is. Um, but I am very much looking forward to that. Um, and yeah, so 
I think that about does it for this episode. Um, if you enjoyed and you want to reach out or follow us on social media, you could uh, find us on TikTok and Instagram at Film Freaks Pod. Once again, it's at Film Freaks Pod on TikTok and Instagram. You could also hit us up on Twitter. Uh, we are at Film Freaks underscore pod on Twitter. Once again, it's at Film Freaks underscore pod on Twitter. Um, so, yeah. And then, of course, if you wanted to email in, which I heavily encourage um, anybody listening, definitely get in contact with us, um, whether it be just to share your opinion on this week's movie or um, if you have a suggestion or or have a specific question or something you'd like to ask us, uh, don't hesitate to email us. We are thefilmfreaks01 at gmail.com. Once again, that's thefilmfreaks01 at gmail.com. So yeah, write in. Let us know what you... Uh, well, let me know, at least for now. <laughs> uh, let me know what you thought of A Quiet Place. Um like I said, I'm thinking about turning this into a bi-weekly series, so every other week. Um, I'm not sure how to change that on um, Apple and Spotify and all these other, um, you know, uh, platforms. I know Anchor is turned into Spotify for podcasters. That's what we use to make this show. So, um, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully there's a way of doing it. Otherwise, um, I'll just change it in the, uh, the podcast description or find a way to communicate it to, uh, to the masses. But yeah, so thank you very much once again for uh, joining me this week on another installment of the Film Freaks. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing you in uh not not next week but the week after so hopefully that's okay if you want this to be weekly uh i can do my best to make this weekly um it will put a little more pressure on me but if you want weekly episodes um like i said definitely email in or dm us on social media uh any of our social platforms so that i know um other than that i'm gonna try to do bi-weekly just until um, the end of May or, or, uh, first of June or early June, um, just whenever school, the school semester ends, um, so makes my life a little bit easier, so, yeah, that being said, we love you very much, and, um, hope everything is going well with you, and, uh, be safe, and we'll see you on the next episode. Peace.